You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. Your employment rights are a means by which you get to protect yourself at work. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. We are now into part three of our mini-series looking at remedies you can achieve at an employment tribunal when you win your case for unfair dismissal. In a previous episode, we looked at a successful employment tribunal case of unfair dismissal. Then in last week's episode, we looked at the pros and cons of reinstatement. In this week's episode, we're going to look at what happens if you ask for a remedy of re-engagement once you have won your case for unfair dismissal. So what is re-engagement? Re-engagement is a remedy for unfair dismissal and which can then be ordered by an employment tribunal. When a re-engagement order is awarded by a tribunal, what the tribunal is saying, in effect, is that your employer must re-employ you somewhere else in the company, likely to be on new terms and conditions, yes, but, and this is important, you must not lose any continuity of your employment. Obviously, the reasons why continuity of employment is important is because your length of service in a company matters. It matters when it comes to things like worker benefits, pension rights and national insurance payments, amongst other things. The last two being able to impact your state pension many years down the line. So these things matter. And just so we're clear... When you win your unfair dismissal case and you're awarded a remedy of reinstatement or re-engagement, the difference between reinstatement and re-engagement is that when you win a reinstatement remedy, this requires your employer to return you to your own job and give you back everything you lost when you were dismissed, which means that you must be treated as if you were never dismissed. Re-engagement is different because it requires your employer to re-engage you or rehire you in the company, which will most likely be in another job somewhere else. The rules of re-engagement require that although you are moving to a new job and you most likely will get a new job description with new terms and conditions, the job you are offered must be comparable to the job you had before you were dismissed, meaning that if you reached a particular status in your previous job before you were dismissed, you should not then be re-engaged in a job of a lower status or a job with lower pay than the job you used to do. Also, as said earlier, Despite the job being a new job, you must not lose continuity of employment or any benefits that accompany continuity of employment in your company. The reasons that might lead you to request re-engagement might be that, yes, you have been unfairly dismissed and, yes, you've taken your case to an employment tribunal and, yes, you have been successful at winning your case and proving that you have been 
unfairly dismissed. So in deciding on the remedy you want, you might decide you want your job back. But what might lead you to ask for re-engagement is that you might not be able to face going back to the same place or the same faces of the same people you worked with before, who may have contributed to your dismissal. Or you might just not want to work with the same people in the same place as you worked before, but you still want to work for the same company. If this is you, then in these circumstances, you would ask the tribunal to give you a re-engagement order that would allow you to return to the company in a different job or maybe even a different location. And a tribunal can do that. And if you get a re-engagement order, the company has to take you back, give you a job in another part of the company, and your employer should make up all of your lost salary and benefits. And that's re-engagement. But here again, as we discussed in the last podcast episode, all is not cut and dry in the world of employment tribunal remedies for unfair dismissal. What if, for example, the employer does not want you to return to the company at all? Because as the employer will say to the tribunal, the employer has lost all trust and confidence in you. What happens then? Well, what you will find is that the issue of the employer losing trust and confidence in you can extend right across both the issue of reinstatement and the issue of re-engagement. Remember in last week's podcast, we were dealing with an employee who lost her right to be reinstated because the company said it had lost trust and confidence in her and said they could not reinstate her. Remember also that the case was returned to the tribunal to consider re-engagement. Well, in that case, the case of Mrs. Farron versus United Lincolnshire NHS Trust, the trust decided that it did not want Mrs. Farron back in the company in any position at all. And the same reason was given that the NHS Trust had lost trust and confidence in Mrs. Farron. And because of that, they didn't want Mrs. Farron back in the company in any capacity. And similar to the argument they made against reinstatement, the company was able to argue this and convince the tribunal that it had a genuine belief that trust and confidence had broken down and that the employer had established that belief from a rational position. The tribunal believed the employer and believed the NHS Trust had won both arguments. That's the argument of the loss of trust and confidence and the argument that that belief had not been established from any rational position. And that meant that Mrs. Farron also lost her remedy for re-engagement. Now, for you, if your company wins the argument that it has lost trust and confidence in you and that the belief that it has lost trust and confidence in you has come from a rational position, then even though you have won your unfair dismissal claim, you are not likely to get your job back. And that makes you the same as about 99% of employees who try to get their job back after winning their unfair dismissal case. And that's shocking. 
99 people out of 100 who win an unfair dismissal case and ask for their job back, either through reinstatement or re-engagement, do not get their jobs back because the employer is always able to win the trust and confidence argument. And what that means is that even if your tribunal orders your re-engagement or reinstatement, a tribunal cannot force your employer to take you back. And even if you're one of the lucky 1% and you have won your re-engagement order, your employer can just refuse to comply, just not take you back. Knowing that the company has money it can use to throw at the problem that this will cause for the company by you bringing a further tribunal against your employer for breaching the order of re-engagement. And the company knows that rather than have you back in the company, they would rather pay a compensation remedy for breaching the tribunal order and also for repaying all of your losses. Because to the company, it's about winning the argument. They don't want you back and they will pay whatever it takes to not have you back. And we've even known some companies go into bankruptcy rather than pay the damages for breaching the reinstatement order. And thus far, there are no tribunal regulations that address this particular issue. And that's just one issue. There is an additional dimension that often gets overlooked when a company refuses to take you back, even though you have a legal order saying that you must be returned back to your job or to a job in the company. For example, there have been examples of people who work for a closed or close industry where gossip or reputation carries very quickly. And for you, because you were dismissed and because you took your employer to an employment tribunal and won, but you lost the right to get your old job back, what if all of this news spread throughout your industry? And as a consequence of this, no one will hire you anywhere in the industry. This does happen, and it happens more frequently than you might think. There are hundreds of employees every year who end up being compensated for their unfair dismissal cases because their employer refuses to reinstate or re-engage them. But those same employees are unknowingly blocked from ever working again in their industry. And that blockage ends up lasting much longer than any financial compensation the employee may have received for their unfair dismissal. And sometimes, long after that money has been spent, the employee is still out of work. And the only steps you can take if you find yourself in this position is to look for work in a completely different area. And there doesn't seem to be any fairness in that. In next week's podcast, we'll look at compensation remedies for unfair dismissal being your only remedy when your applications for reinstatement and re-engagement are both denied in an employment tribunal or because you have chosen financial compensation as the only remedy you are looking for. And that's it for this week. 
our takeaways for this week are that you can win your case for unfair dismissal at an employment tribunal and you can ask to be re-engaged in the company, which would give you a job somewhere else in the company. But it remains a concern at the number of employees who fail to achieve that re-engagement. And also, it's concerning that employers are far more likely to challenge this employment tribunal ruling and win, leaving you without a job. To date, there are no tribunal laws and no employment tribunal remedy that prevents this from happening or which safeguards you if you end up being re-victimised by a written or unwritten no rehire policy. Remember, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at bullying or abuse which you may be suffering at work or any other employment rights concern you may have, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com or you can contact us on our social media pages. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which you'll also find in the show notes. Finally, remember you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your family, friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you enjoy our podcasts. Until next week, have the best employment rights week that you can. Bye for now.